I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we have a very power-packed episode because we're going to be talking about how should we start this whole fitness journey, especially if we are beginners. You know, this is some a question I get asked all the time, saying that you know I've never worked out in my life, or I have and I've injured myself and I've stopped working out, and there are so many reasons why I've not done this. But what should a beginner start doing? And we have a very special guest. We have Kunal Rajput, aka Subtle Strength, with us who's going to discuss how he takes his clients or how he thinks about beginners starting to work out and what workouts actually mean to him. Kunal, welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. Thank you, Ashton. Thank you for having me over here. I'm super excited. First of all, I'm a big fan of this podcast. And this is an opportunity which I was like hoping and playing that I would get. And so like manifested this and I'm here. Now I'm, Yay! Yes. Dude, I've been wanting to have you for ages. You should have just said something. Like, <laughs> I think learning in this, right? You know, it's like one of those uh, college days where you want to meet the other, talk to the other person, the other person wants to talk to you, but nobody really takes the first move. Yeah. Such an important learning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then, then like after 20 years, they've been like, oh, I wanted to talk to you at that time. And then uh, like, like, so, <laughs> so like uh, you would want to just go ahead and like talk to people. I think that's <laughs> big learning. So, Kunal, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your fitness journey and what is it that you do? So I am one of the four Nike coaches. I think this is like a hardwired introduction that I have for myself um, because I take pride in it. I started my own brand of strength and conditioning sessions in 2017. And that kind of got shut. You were doing pretty good because of the pandemic. Uh, then this entire offline-based strength and conditioning sessions shifted to online-based training. and now. Movement, which was the offline-based strength and conditioning sessions, is now called as Unlock. So now I'm the founder of Unlock and also a person who's like venturing into the more entrepreneurial side of fitness rather than just coaching. And yeah, that is me right now in this phase of my life. Wow, best of luck on this because, you know, as soon as the fitness world went online, it was so interesting because suddenly so many options appeared to people. Right? Yeah. So many um, opportunities that did not exist earlier. I don't have a gym next to me. I don't have a good trainer that is there in the in the region that I stay. Now, all of that is irrelevant. You could be staying in a small town in India and still have some of the best trainers in the world training you. You know, I'm sure like you must be having clients like that as well. Uh-huh. And I think, right? And, and it's so interesting that this online world has changed all of this. And I think this is a good segue into what we wanted to discuss, which was beginners. You know, people who've never, ever worked out you know, whose idea of working out was going for a walk or a jog. What should people start thinking about when somebody thinks about working out for the first time? Oh, here, here is where information overload starts happening, right? I mean, if, if you are somebody who has never worked out and now who's wanting to work out because of God knows what reason, most of the people who started working out is just because they're simply scared. Uh, second is just because okay, people around them have started working out. So it's like one trend that everybody wants to follow. Uh, but at the same time, if you just Google workout, uh, workout videos, you have like a million results. It's like massive amounts of information for anybody to grasp. But personally, what I feel is this is one point in time where if you just look a bit deeper, you have the best information that you can actually get for the cheapest price. And I feel that 
getting into a fitness journey just for the sake of getting it and just because doing everything that everybody else around you is doing is not the best way to go about it i feel that you need some kind of professional guidance at the formative stages of your fitness journey now when i say professional guidance i personally mean not any kind of person who has a good amount of certification or good amount of experience in coaching people uh you need to consult with that person get your form your technique your movements right get a particular program and start getting a bit more accountable and then once you have enough time and enough amount of experience in those movements then you can actually venture into whatever you want to venture uh in terms of online group classes or like just group classes in general or whatever uh cloating challenges is happening on youtube or whatever but at least in the first formative months and when i say months i think at least 3 to 6 months is the minimum time that you would want to give to a professional uh you need to make sure that you're grasping information and like educating yourself from a professional's perspective uh and i think that is one thing that a person should start from so that is one thing i hope that answers your question lovely you know kunal you said something very important right in the beginning saying that people start for all sorts of reasons right uh, my neighbor started working out so i also have to work out i'm seeing on instagram everybody's working out so i also need to work out right what are the strange uh reasons that you've encountered with people saying that i want to work out and what are the reasons that you know people actually stick to the workout if they they have a strong intention like for example on the habit coach we talk about having a very strong intention only then going and doing something right how do you create that intention for working out no that's very subjective from people to people right and like a uh, majority of the people who end up starting who started working out in this phase of uh the last one year they started working out because they kind of got educated about how important uh fitness is because clearly it's just statistically visible that people who are just fitter are actually just less susceptible to whatever is happening outside and because of that people started taking charge of how they want to go about their life they started um taking a step back and like understanding that oh these were the things and these were things which i was doing which is not going to help in fact all my life i was living a life which was just unhealthy just plain unhealthy so a lot of education started happening a lot of uh, now this education might have been in form of celebrities started to working out uh this this education might have happened because the peers started working out this education just started because a lot of people are just plain scared so those were the initial initiators for a lot of people to venture into their own fitness journey but from what i have seen this uh once that initial initiation has happened once that person has started working out then it's just like an automatic process of them to understand that oh this is how it actually feels this is how my body reacts to stimulus my body reacts to physical movement and they see that oh the sleep pattern is getting better they see that their physical changes are getting better uh they see that they can actually actively do a lot more things that they could actually do earlier and they can actually see that okay they are curbing on the things that they don't need in their system so once you start 
venturing into this for no matter what reason and that is super subjective i think it's for most of the time it's vanity driven they just want to look good they just want to like feel better they just want to like get into a shape because they want to go somewhere or they want to have a photo shoot or they want to go to a marriage or whatever <laughs> but they eventually uh once they start doing that thing and they kind of like understand that how beautiful the feeling of movement is and how beautiful the sense of being in a much larger community around people it's which is like not only promoting looking good but also promote promoting wellness and health uh, in general so it's a very positive space to be in and i think uh, that's why most of the people who end up getting into this they stick into it you know i love this because um even my journey it started off in a vanity fashion like i said this on the podcast multiple times when i started my journey i was nice and tubby big cheeks and had big paunch and for me the whole goal was six pack chahiye abs chahiye i need to get my abs in place and it was that one vanity thought that was there and I, and i went all like full hog for it got the six packs and realized that more than anything it is the quality of my life that has changed and since that moment onwards the intention changed from just vanity to the concept of i never want to be scared of my body again so whatever i do now is from a concept of i never want to be scared of my body because i remember when i was nice and tubby walking up a flight of stairs i used to be panting right sitting in an aircraft and getting up my back used to hurt i used to be worried about my knees walking so i never wanted to be that afraid of my body again and i think that is the way that uh, you know your mindset should evolve from a fitness point of view and it evolves when you start working out yeah and also like vanity is one of the most strongest motivation source right i mean like nothing is nothing is going to push you as hard as like oh i really have to look good because i have to prove something to someone or just i have to like really be that person who like everybody i mean for me personally i was just like give my insults for me i started working out because i wanted to like impress girls at that time and i was like what 18 and 18 19 at that time I was like one skinny lanky short dude who was like dark and and i i made a point that you know what the only thing i can actually do to myself is like actually work on myself physically to get some attention but then eventually what really happened was okay uh, i started gaining an some amount of muscle and then some amount of strength and the feeling of being strong is so liberating it's, it's it it gives you that amount of confidence that you know what i should lift more than 90% of people who are around you so that amount of confidence actually starts building up and that confidence also translates into your behavior and the way that you end up talking to people because now you think something of yourself now you think that okay you know what i see i can i am there to actually hold a conversation with somebody and impart my experience also and that never used to happen but again vanity is one of the most strongest source of motivation and then eventually it just like i think this phase and we have spoken about it is called as like fitness enlightenment where we just like get aware that oh you know what this is something which is like much more deeper this is something that you're doing not because to look good anymore this is something that you're doing because you want to do it you feel like doing it you want to like wake up early in the morning and like break a sweat because that is like one tick mark on checklist and once you get a good in workout 
which might sound super weird because we are talking about fitness right now and people who are not into fitness are like, what are these guys talking about? But once you get that good workout, once you get that good sweat session, you're like, you feel accomplished. You feel that, okay, you have done something and now you can actually just take the day in a much stronger and much more positive manner. So yeah, like, I... I I, I hope I did not drift away from the conversation. So, you know, Kunal is so interesting because we think about exercise as a keystone habit. What's a keystone yeah. habit? A, a habit that is so essential that all the habits around it then start changing and forming. Like you said, you wake up in the morning, you finish an exercise, you feel so accomplished, right? It's a big check mark. You already started your day on a high. Many people, especially during this lockdown, were going through this whole phase of feeling very low. You know, I'm feeling unaccomplished. I get out of my body, I get out of my bed and I'm in my pajamas the entire day. I sit, I finish work in my pajamas, I come and go to sleep in the same pajamas. That feeling of not accomplishing anything. And I think this is where you start seeing that fitness or exercise is very, very different. And it can solve different needs that you might have. You might have a need for aesthetics. Sure. You might have a need for, a doctor ne bola ki, like my high blood, I have high blood pressure. I want to reduce that. Great. Somebody might talk about obesity. Perfect. But it is very subtle in these senses. Like, for example, accomplishment. Feeling good about yourself. I'm, I now feel powerful. All these things are great ways for beginners to actually start their fitness journey. And I think it's essential for all of us to be on this fitness journey because it's mind-blowing what you might be able to achieve through this. And one thing which really helped was, okay, people realizing that uh, when they were just sitting at home for like six straight months, they realize that they are not getting their heart rate elevated after a point. Uh, imagine like not being able to use a particular organ of your body the way that it's supposed to be used, right? Uh, and this has been happening. This is a trend amongst people uh, that people don't push their body. Imagine there are like certain group of people, a certain age group of people who have like never pushed their body to a point where it's it can be used to do something. They're just using it as an instrument to use to go from one place to another. So what uh, like um, this entire lockdown period also did was uh, because fitness became such an approachable thing, people started just using it because it's there. Uh, people started like getting involved in fitness activities or dance activities or whatever activities that they were. And they realized that, you know what, movement is what actually makes us human. Because you were just sitting at one place for such a long time, some amount of movement gave us that endorphin that is supposed to be done, that is like uh, supposed to be had. Uh, and it gave them the sense of like, oh, this is what it is. This is how beautiful you feel once you end up moving. So it is a keystone habit. That is one thing for certain. And also one thing is like the awareness of being alive. And the feeling of just being able to do things, this feeling that, okay, you can do much more than just sit on the computer or just like talk to people. You're just more than this. You're, you are not your body and you are not different. Like it's, it's one and the same. And I think the entire, feel, the entire lockdown gave a lot of people that awareness. They kind of got more aware of their body and their entire self as, as a being. So that helped also. You know, there's one aspect saying that I'm now, I've, I've realized this and I have a whole 
host of information available on my laptop. Like you just said, right? Millions of YouTube videos on exercise. And uh, where should someone start? So like I, I've listened to this podcast. I am now super excited. I want to do something. What is the first step as a beginner somebody should take? A very interesting question because you have million ways right now. Uh, I feel, how do I go about this without promoting myself? <laughs> okay. Uh, Please go for but, self-promotion. Self-promotion is superb. <laughs> and all this will be in the podcast. So don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, okay, like, no, but like, for example, you started the program with something in mind, right? Like even when you started yeah. Unlock, you started with a point in mind saying that even if a beginner comes, they should be able to do these things. Right? Exactly. So so what were those thoughts that you kept in mind when doing it? Okay. The reason why a lot of people kind of like, okay, let me take a step back and let me just uh, set the entire scenario of what's happening right now. Now, fitness industry isn't the most difficult industry to get into. I mean, it's very easy. You work out for a while. You know what the movements are, you understand the sequencing of it and like you start uploading videos and that's it. There you're there. Now you're a fitness coach. Now people are asking you tips and then eventually you start asking for money for those tips. And that is how you get into fitness these days. It's that easy. Now, if a beginner wants to get into it, the first thing that they would want to do is, is understanding who is a professional and who is just there for the sake of being there. Now, I don't want to diss anybody. I, I, like, I'm, I'm not that kind of person who's going to like put somebody down. But at the same time, experience, information, and certification really counts in this one. So first, understanding and doing your research on who's who and getting around uh, the selected few people. And then understanding what kind of... Uh, language of fitness you want to get into because that is also very important because I won't be able to relate to yoga in this phase of my life. Okay, Now it's also fitness. Uh, Zumba is also fitness. Pilates is also fitness. These are like different languages of fitness. So you would want to make sure that you find relatability and you want to make sure that you're vibrating at the same frequency in the same language of fitness. Because, like, to be honest, man, it's like waking up early in the morning and putting yourself in discomfort. Okay? And after a point when you don't enjoy that discomfort, it's not fun anymore. And this entire thing just drives with consistency. Okay? And in order to make sure that you're consistent, you want to start liking the process somewhere. So you want to, first of all, just find relatability and start doing something that you are either infatuated with you start liking it. And then once you have that thing in mind, that okay, you know what? I love doing bodyweight HIT workouts because it like it reminds me of uh, my sporting days or whatever. It reminds me of these things. Uh, then you do your research that okay, who is the top uh, fitness coach uh, in functional training? Who is the top fitness coach or who is like uh, there? And who are like uh, the legitimate source of information for me? And then you end up approaching them. Now, these guys, for a person like me, uh, then you end up approaching a person like me for that matter. Uh, now, I also might have a lot I'm of here. different I'm things here. which I'm offering. Now, I'm offering group sessions. I'm offering offline sessions. I'm offering workshops. I'm offering uh, personal training sessions and so on and so forth. And I also offer consultation. And if a person who is legitimate 
and a person who is doing this as a profession since the last uh, eight years or ten years of their life, who is up there, uh, they would always provide these many services. Then you first go with consultation. You first speak to them. Okay, that okay. These are the reasons. These are the set reasons why I want to get into fitness. I want to get into fitness because I want to look good. I want to lose weight. I have certain underlying heart conditions, or I have uh, just like some kind of reason which is like which might be like very much more deeper in terms of like uh, a lot of people are driven by a lot of like more mental uh, depression based uh, reasons also. So whatever it is, you speak to that person, and that person will suggest that you know what. Okay, you need to have two or three more sessions of personal training so we can actually set. Hello, oh, okay, yeah. So we can actually uh, set a nice program for you. Once you have that that kind of personal training sessions or whatever, uh, then I would set your nutrition, and then eventually, uh, once you are at a place where I feel that you are comfortable into getting into this thing. Then eventually you would want to do something more mass based, but again, different people have different priorities and different uh, ways that they can actually like be consistent. But one of the most important ways to be consistent is by being accountable, and first of all is like being accountable to someone. So I think that is the way that you would want to go about it. But before doing that, let's take a quick break and come back. Okay, we are back from our break, and um, it's so interesting that you said that start with the consultation, you know, because this is so critical, and this is, I think, a mistake most beginners make, which is they see an exercise on YouTube and start it. Yeah, you know, but not knowing what their body actually needs. So reaching out to professional is a great way of actually getting the ball rolling. Now, okay, fine, you might not have the budget to sometimes. Yeah. Right, it it costs it costs money to get a consultation, get some time. So instead, what you do is, um, you know, you can either try snacking or talking to somebody that you know. Snacking, not as the food snacking, but <laughs> trying different kinds of uh, uh, exercise modalities. But at least start start talking to somebody who is in the fitness world that you know of, or at least start getting that conversation rolling. There's so many people who on Instagram at least talk to you whether it's not like a proper consultation. Like yeah. you said, the entry barrier is so low right now that anybody who does, you know, yoga or exercise can be a fitness coach on online. But the thing is that you have to keep vetting where that information is coming from. See if our, lots of people talking about the same thing. Is it in line with what I enjoy? There are so many people who need, for example, like you said, dance might be the thing for them. You know, don't get swayed by bodybuilding then. Yeah. You know, if dance is something that's exciting for you, at least start. And I think what you were saying was at least start the process. You might find out that maybe running was not the thing that you needed to do. Maybe dance was the thing to do. Dance was the thing. Maybe for example, yoga was a great way for you to start. But and eventually your training style might change. Like you said, the language might change. You might grow out of something. You might grow into something. But I think the aspect of just starting is very important. How? You were saying something. Yeah, and also like I feel that everybody who is out there in terms of the professionals we are talking about, right? Everybody wants to stay relevant. Everybody is like trying hard to make sure that they're putting out the best content over there to make sure that, okay, uh, if I have a certain amount of followers, I want to make sure that my followers are increasing because the more number of followers I have, the more amount of business I'll get. 
So in order to make sure I'm actually getting more amount of followers, I would start putting in more value. And you, as a person, can just make sure that, okay, you're absorbing that amount of information. Even if you don't have that amount of resources to spend on a particular consultation, it's totally okay. But understand that, okay, uh, get in as many information or get in as much of information as possible from different sources and then understand and then start uh, doing. Because educating yourself isn't the most difficult thing right now. It's it's easy. It's 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 this phase of the time where you don't have to pay to get yourself educated. But if you're really into it, understand that uh, consulting a professional will just take that amount of time off this thing. It's, it's a long process. It's a lot of time that you have to sit in the computer and like and a lot of permutation, combination, lot of trial and errors that you have to give in. But if you just have a consultation, that person who is like being doing this in the last eight years will finish your job in 30 minutes. Absolutely. So yeah, that, that also helps. It's so important to get the right information first. Yeah, man. Then try different, different things to see where you are at. What are tips on staying consistent? You touched upon it in a bit saying that accountability is important. Yeah. But how should somebody start by feeling consistent? Because I heard what you said. Once you're consistent and once you see your body change and once you enjoy that, you're going to get hooked. Superb. But how do I maintain that to the point where I get hooked? You know what, Ashton? Consistency is something which is probably the most difficult part in this entire journey, right? Uh, because I struggle to be consistent. I, I struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle all the time because for me at this point, it's so much easier to just like pack my bags, just go off and not do anything. Um, but at the same time, like, it, and also it's so difficult to keep putting in 100% effort, keep putting in that amount of energy in something that you're not going to see immediate results with. Because like, to be frank, fitness isn't going to show you immediate resistance in like three weeks or four weeks or six weeks also. It's going to take time. So giving it that amount of effort is something which is like very difficult. But I, I personally feel that sharing the, and this is this, this might come out as a very, very, very weird way of like being consistent. But I have this way of like being consistent where I just like scream out whatever I'm doing on social media. Like, hey guys, I'm like doing, I'm like, I'm working on this thing. I'm working on my handstand. Yesterday I started working on my handstand. So I'm like, you know what? Everybody should know that I'm doing handstand. Because now I'm not only accountable to the person who is doing this handstand while I think with me, but I'm also like accountable to like 27,000 more people. So this gives me a more thing. So like now it's social pressure. Now it's not the most positive way. It's, it's kind of gets toxic if you're not keeping up with it. But if you take it in a positive stride, you have a lot more people to be accountable to. So I think that works. Second thing, like involving a lot more people in a journey which is more or less similar, uh, which has a similar goal. Because if you are doing that, it, it makes it easier to go through that discomfort every single day because then some people might find it easier, some people might find it fun. And then that kind of like rubs off for you. Like, oh, this actually might be fun, man. Like, this is something which is like, okay, this person is enjoying. Why is this person enjoying? Okay, this is the reason why this person is enjoying. Like, for example, I speak to you uh, like, and, I, and we had that con conversation with IF for that matter. Now, if you're talking about intermittent fasting, for me, it was like very difficult to keep up with. But then 
looking at your energy and looking at how positive you were and the kind of changes that you had i was like you know what i would give this a try because if this person is seeing that amount of changes with something that is so difficult for me i just want to see what really happens maybe i'm being impatient enough maybe i'm not like uh like pushing in uh, as much effort or uh, maybe i'm just not doing it right so i need to make sure that i'm like curbing all the corners and like i'm like pushing it a lot more and then eventually i just realized that you know what this thing is actually great because now i'm starting to see changes so those things really matter so these are the two things and third thing is like understanding that nothing in terms of fitness is going to be immediate like having a background uh notion that you have to give in at least decent amount of time because you were putting in it's you were living an unhealthy lifestyle or comparatively unhealthy a lifestyle in the last 6 months and like last two years and last three years of your life so expecting like crazy changes in like 6 weeks or like 8 weeks it's just doing yourself a disservice your past self because you were like living a different lifestyle altogether so it's not going to be that radical but yeah like it's are you going to see changes for sure are you going to see immediate changes no but having awareness of that is very important so these three things really help i absolutely love it because i keep telling people that it didn't take 30 days for you to your body to become like this no how are you expecting 30 days for it to change Right, it took you so many years, thirty-five years, to get to this point. It took you at least a few years to get back to whatever you want as your dream body. So that patience is important, and I think this whole combination of patience and consistency is the killer because everyone is so now, especially charged up about you know a twenty-one day challenge, a forty-day challenge, a this challenge, a that challenge. There's a wedding happening, and I need to get ready for this wedding. I think when we start thinking about fitness. and when we start thinking about beginning our fitness journey we need to keep those ideas to the side we need to keep those ideas to the side because what happens is that we get so trapped in that we'll see that ah you know i saw this video before and after of this person making this journey in 30 days or 6 weeks mujhe bhi karna hai great use that motivation but don't necessarily use it as your reality that difference is very very critical get your expectations realistic and when i mean realistic i don't mean that you know कुछ नहीं होने वाला है And the way I like to think about it in three months, you start seeing a change in your energy, body. Four fifth month, people will start commenting about it. So it has yeah. to wait till that point to come. So you have to wait till. Acha, now positive feedback is coming. That's when your arg will be lit even more underneath you. I know. And once that starts happening now, when mm-hmm. when people that you weren't expecting start talking about you, that is when you like. You know what? Abhi to abhi to gaya. Abhi to I'm going to like go all out. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing, Ashton. Like. I the amount of before and afters that I've had in my journey, uh, the amount of before and after that my clients have had in my journey is unreal. I mean, of course, it's going to like be there because these guys are consistent. These guys are like pushing in. These guys are like at a point where they are doing 
150 burpees in like what 20 minutes or whatever. They're like at that level. Now, for me to upload a before after picture that, hey, uh, X person did uh, lose so much amount of weight in say a 45 days or two months or whatever, or like say one month, is like promoting fitness in a very negative light because then people have a very weird expectation of how uh, your services are going to be, right? Because everybody's different. Everybody's lifestyle is different. And and if you're doing a group class, then the amount of uh, changes that your body is going to go through and the amount of changes that a person who's been working on since the last three years is going to go through is going to be so different. Right now, what's happening is because we are so infatuated by the whole aspect of like, oh, uh, now I'm doing a transformation challenge uh, for 45 days or for 30 days uh, and I'm going to expect these maintenance. And when that does not happen, it kind of like breaks people's morale and it kind of like, instead of like making them take three steps further in their fitness journey, they take three steps back. Now, that is one thing which is like toxic about us wanting to give out our services in terms of fitness because transformation works. It's good for business. But also like I would just say that if you're thinking of a transformation program, don't think it of as a physical transformation program. Always think of it as a mental transformation program because these programs, they really help you to push yourself to a point where you never pushed yourself before. It helps you to be consistent. It helps you to be better at what you were doing earlier. It helps you to be more accountable for a 45-day period. But are you going to see that amount of changes? No. Okay? Like, having that awareness is also very important, I feel. I was thinking exactly this as a very, very good, you know, last point for our discussion, which is the mentalness the mental shift that takes place when you actually start working out. You know, when beginners start, it is about the body. There comes a time when you suddenly realize it's not about the body anymore. It's about the way that your mind has changed and the way that your positivity has changed. Like right in the beginning of this podcast, you said something very important that get into the fitness circles because it's a very positive circle to be in. And especially during this time when we are in passing through you know, negativity in our lives or ups and downs in our lives. This positivity is very important. It is a supportive structure, right? When you do group classes, everyone's supporting each other. Saying, okay, come on, come on, come on, push, push, push. You can do it, you can do it. There's musti there. And like you said, you know, doing 150 burpees, that's crazy. But people didn't start by doing 150 burpees. They started by doing 10. Then they did 20. Then they did 30. And slowly, slowly increased to the 150. And that itself is such a mental journey because you're like, wow, 150 burpees. Like right now, when you said it, I was like, can I do 150 burpees in 20 minutes? Right? So. Yeah, and like, just, I feel small celebrations are also one of the most important ways to be consistent, right? And like, being extremely sensitive. Like, I'm sorry, there's this thing happening. Uh, but I feel, when I was a kid, when I was like, just starting off, when I was like 18, 19, I had a bunch of guys like when we were from engineering college. So, uh, and that time there was like weird trend of like Facebook confession pages happening. <laughs> so, uh, like people used to diss us and they used to like call us names because all we used to do, we used to sit at the door of the entire college and, and like eight people just talking about fitness stuff. 
Okay. So we used to get happy that, oh, I have, I, I got a new line on my triceps. <laughs> oh, this is happening. My t-shirt started getting tight. Oh, I started this new supplement. I do, I'm using this new brand of, so all these new changes, expect, expecting changes and like being sensitive to all these changes and like celebrating it. And okay, now I started getting new lines on my triceps. I still like, I, I, will, I want to work harder. Oh, I started lifting new weights and I, now I need to work harder. So all those things are so important in this thing. And a lot of us forget that. A lot of us don't like, our, our goals are so astronomically high that we stop uh, being sensitive to these subtle changes which happen in your body. And I think which is very important. I was um, again remembering my journey and I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, you know, look, like the first time your tricep pop is the first time you're like, yeah. I've achieved it. And I and I probably have so many photos of the first time my little, little tricep started showing and I was like, ah, I've achieved. And now when I look back on them, I'm like, yeah, kya tha? Like, fuski. <laughs> All my pictures were like this at one point. <laughs> yeah, horseshoe for good luck. And then, you know, like when, when you start losing um, fat around your stomach and you get that first line on the side, that one line, oh, like full celebration. I can feel it. You spend like in a meeting, you're just like touching your stomach and saying, ah, line here, line yeah, here, yeah, line yeah, here. Yeah. So it's these little, little moments. You have to enjoy them. And, and the last thing I want everyone to, you know, think about is please, please, please record this journey. Because it's so nice to look back on them and to see your progress. Firstly, the weighing scale lies. So please take the weighing scale, throw it out the window. Okay. Start taking progress pictures and start remembering which pants used to be tight and which pants are now loose. Those are such beautiful reminders of what this journey is. And all the hard work suddenly flows out when you see, wow, I used to look like that. Now look at me. And that's such a big, big, big change. And I think that is the thing that we should all be driving for, especially as beginners starting. Yeah, like have your own personal transformation journey, man. I'm like, uh, that's why like, I don't think I would have been half as dedicated to my fitness if I wasn't logging it on Instagram. Uh, which is a weird thing to say. But I feel that because... This is like very narcissistic, but uh, like on my low days when like I feel that, you know what, I'm like not doing enough. I'm like not pushing myself enough. Uh, I think I could do better. I consciously go back and like look at my old photos and I go, dude, I started from here. And that constant reminder that you are not where you started from, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or even financially for that matter, really helps you to like take things a bit lightly. And like, even if it's like, I mean, these times, like there are like three ambulances just went below my building right now. Um, but yeah, like these are the dark times, man. Like, and then you really have to have those amount of uh, positive reinforcements. And the only person who can actually do that to you is like yourself first. And then eventually the people around you. And that is really going to help you to actually be consistent and like be better and like start your own journey in some ways or the other. Super. Yeah, love it. Love it. Kunal, how can people reach out to you? How can people get in touch with you? Ask questions. What are the interesting things that you're doing that people should check out right now? So I am right now available on Instagram. My Instagram ID is at the rate subtle.strength. It's S-U-B-T-L-E dot strength. I have my program called Unlock, which is going to launch again. It's the eighth season. 
um, which is a virtual training platform. We end up doing Zoom sessions. Now we have different sessions throughout the entire day. So it's like an ecosystem. It's like an online studio where you take a membership for all the sessions throughout a four-week period. So that is one thing. And second thing, I just started a collaboration with CureFit, this massive MNC, uh, this massive startup called SkillFit. And my program is live over there. So if you're a member over there, you can actually check it out. It's called Stone Up with Kunal. And what's it called? Tone up with Kunal. Tone, tone up, tone up. I heard stone up. Okay. Stone up. Yeah. <laughs> like I love to loudly with that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the tone up with Kunal is a six week program. And I think uh, it's like increasing in terms of intensity. I'm getting extremely positive reviews for now. But I want to see how these guys feel when they are actually just at week three because it's going to be super difficult. So that's that. But yeah, these are uh, two things that I'm doing right now. Brilliant, brilliant, lovely. Thank you so much, Kunal, for coming on the Happy Coach podcast. Thank you so much, Ashton, for having me. It's what it was a lovely and insightful conversation. So start these habits and share with us your progress using the hashtag #TheHabitCoach. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website, awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called A-W-E-S-O-M-E 180. That's Awesome 180.